0: Hi friends, it's Vin Scully. It's time for Dr. Clapple.
1: In sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. Good morning, Los Angeles, and welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warrior Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedar sinai for 32 years. What a busy week I had. Mm. So many shoulders, so many hips, so many knees. And you guys are getting younger and younger. You wear out the cartilage, the bone touches bone. That thickness creates a looseness in a joint. Think about it. The cartilage is supposed to be certain size thickness. Well when you wear it out, it's thinner. Well, the ligaments don't know that that's around the joint. The muscles don't know that that are around the joint. Now you have a joint that has less thickness of the cartilage. It's sloppy. It wiggles. It's loose. That puts a strain on the ligaments and the muscles. And that actually irritates what's inside the joint. So other structures now start to crack and break down. You've heard about bone spurs? That's where they come from, the rattling of the joint. Those spurs get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then guess what happens? They break. They break. The bone spur breaks off, and now you have inside the joint floating the bone spurs. They're now floating in the joint. We call them loose bodies. And you ever have a pebble in your shoe? You know how uncomfortable that feels? or you leave the spoon in the the disposal and it rattles around, those are some clapper visions for you. Well, that's what happens inside the joint. This vicious cycle now takes place of a pebble in your shoe rattling around in the joint, rips and tears the cartilage even more. I cannot believe some of you, when I finally get to open up your joints to fix you, What I see floating around in the joint, it it makes me wonder, how are you able to walk around? And the level of pain that the weekend warrior and the athlete can put up with is astounding. We saw Anthony Davis try his best. Poor guy. He did it for us. He did it for Laker fans. But it did not work. It was so nice to hear Max Kellerman try to do some clap revision this week for the national audience. Steve Paulette was nice enough to track it down. And you just want to hear the great, what a good, good to neshuma. It's a Yiddish term for a good soul. This is how much I love Max Kellerman. What a sweetheart and a good friend.
4: Clearly from the condition AD was in, he was only going to be able to play in one of the following, the next two games. So what's better? Forget about what order they come in. What's better? For him to be a more diminished version of himself that makes him maybe compromised for the following series if somehow you should win, that's if he plays game six, or for him to be a more rested, closer to full version of himself in game seven, and then less likely to damage himself (laughs) further for the following series. Listen to this. Which one? Because you know what what a groin strain is? It means a tiny little micro-tear. In the, in the muscle. You know how I know this? Dr. Clapper of 710 ESPN <laughs> told me Clapper. all about this back in the day. Anyway.
1: Uh, I feel like I'm at my bar mitzvah sitting oh, at the table Clapper. having chopped liver. Oh, hi, Max. Oh, hi, Dr. Clapper. <laughs> uh, what a sweetheart. But, yeah, Clapper vision goes far and wide. Now he knows what a micro tear is. <laughs> Clapper vision. What a show we have planned today. Steve Paulette. God bless you. What a joy to be here. My guest at 815 calling in is Arnell McAtee. She's awesome because she realized in the 90s that both she and her two daughters had celiac disease. What's celiac disease? They can't eat gluten. They have a violent reaction in their gut. Their gut does not have the ability to break down gluten, which is in flour. So she takes matters into her own hand, and thank you, all these years later, has a company that sells gluten-free flours and, and bakery ideas. She's awesome. I knew she'd be my guest all week, so it made me think, this is a trailblazer in the food business. Well, you know how much I love the world of art, the world of sports, the world of surgery. Where are the trailblazers in those worlds that have touched me in my life? In the world of sports, nobody, nobody affected me more about the power of women, the trailblazer, the freedom and creativity, how special women can be in sports was Billie Jean King. But the irony of ironies, in 1970, when she launches with eight other women, the women's tennis circuit, guess who the sponsor is? Shocking. A cigarette company. Virginia Slims. Are you kidding me? You're talking about running around, hitting a ball? Be athletic, be healthy? Sponsored by smoking. Because Philip Morris decided they wanted to make a Benson and Hedges type of cigarette for women, exclusively, thinner, more colorful. Well, nobody else is stepping up to sponsor her. Gladys Heldman, who made this deal happen, said, listen, this is our sponsor. Whether you like it or not, you want to have a tour tour for women? This is who's going to be the sponsor. What a story. Wait till you hear that story. And what about in music? This is one of the most shocking findings in the 10 years I've done the Weekend Warrior show. This is a woman, Carol Kay, who literally was playing the guitar or the bass guitar in everything I've loved throughout my life. From Sam Cooke, where she started when she was a teenager, she played the guitar. Richie Valens, La Bamba. How do we love La Bamba? Well, she's playing the guitar on that song. How about Hawaii Five O, the theme of the? Carol Kay's there. How about Good Vibrations from the Be- Beach Boys? The Righteous Brothers, she played the bass for over 10,000 sessions. She's a session, and she's the only woman there in the wrecking crew for Phil Spector. I never heard of her. I never knew about her. What a shame. I feel terrible. But wait till you hear her story. The inventiveness, the freedom, the trailblazing in music and art. Carol Kay, what a story. And what about food? here in Los Angeles. It's funny, I ask people, what's your favorite story I told? Oh, we love clappervision Dr. Clap. it's great. And right away, it always becomes about the food. What about the medicine? What about the surgery, all this stuff? No! You should have a whole show just talking about food. Well, I'm gonna teach you something today about trailblazing women in food here in Los Angeles. And you know who it is? Betty Pink, 1939. She and her husband have a hot dog stand on Melrose and La Brea. They're not selling a lot of hot dogs, but they're near the studios. They have a vision. They have a dream. They put their whole life into it. But it's Betty Pink who comes up with a fascinating secret ingredient for the chili that goes on the hot dog. And I'm going to tell you what I believe is the secret ingredient. Not that I'm going to go out and make it. But yesterday, delivered to the operating room, I fed the whole crew, the two rooms that I'm operating with. We all had pink, Pink's Chili Dogs. The Hell yeah. Oh, my God. You may need a doctor after I'm done with you. But let me tell you something. It's a California, Los Angeles icon, Pink's Hot Dogs, but it's the Chili. Don't get anything else. My opinion. You need to get that Chili. But wait till I tell you what I've discovered may be the secret ingredient of why it's so special. And why Betty Pink was able to rescue her family and rescue us with that tiny... Yeah, there's cayenne, there's chili peppers, there's beef, obviously. But wait till I tell you what I've discovered is the secret in this recipe. It's fascinating. We'll do that coming up later in the show. But let's get right into it. Let's get
4: into... The story of Carol Kay. Unbelievable. If you listen to Cook's 1957 take on Summertime, you can hear Kay making her studio debut as a guitarist.
5: Summertime and the living is easy. Maybe,
4: maybe you haven't heard of Sam Cook and that song, but I bet you heard of this guy. This led to more studio opportunities for Kay. The next year, she appeared on one of the most iconic sessions of her career, when she played guitar on Richie Valens' La Bamba. Who knew? I thought it was Richie Valens! It's Carol Kay! The late 1950s saw Kay playing on all kinds of rock and roll, R&B, and soul records as a guitarist. And her success as a guitarist brought her to Capitol Records, where a happy accident would shift her career into new territory. Kay was at a session where the bassist never showed up, Mm. so she volunteered to take on the duties herself. She grooved well in the session and loved the instrument. In an interview with Louder Sound, Kay explained why she loved the bass so much. I dug being on the bottom of the band. It was my own little spot. I knew what to do and what to invent. What to invent. That's why she's a trailblazer. Because you
1: know what she did when she changed from a regular guitar to the bass guitar? She brought the pick with her. These other bass players just play with the tips of their fingers. But the purity to the sound that she could bring, nobody else did. She was a trailblazer in the music business. You gotta listen to Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, he's about to do Pet Sounds, Good Vibrations, all these songs, but he knows to get Carol Kay because what she does on the bass, nobody else could do.
0: Well, Carol played on Good Vibrations in California Girls, and she was like the star of the show. I mean, she was the greatest bass player in the world, Mm. and she was way ahead of her time. She would play a tonic and a fifth or a third instead of a fifth, You know, she was one of the first bass players to start playing that way.
5: But he definitely wrote out some neat lines on the bass. Like, for instance, I'd have never played that.
1: She's too humble. And listen to Glenn Campbell, also part of the Wrecking Crew. He was another guitar player, like all these other men. But there was Carol Kaye on Good Vibrations with Brian Wilson.
5: I'll just go into this. Now, that, that's a jazz walking line. You knew that this kid was into something really, really mm. great.
0: The room had a spirit to it, with Hell being the, the leader, you know, and all the guys working together and thumping and pumping.
3: He would get things like he wanted to hear them. And when he got them that way, it was good. When I heard good vibrations the first time on the radio, I just, it just blew
1: me away. Yeah, except that Carol Kaye is doing the bass. There it is. Listen to that. And Brian Wilson respected her and let her be free. How did it all get started for her? This is her own words of how it got started as a kid, 13, 14 years old. She's playing in strip clubs, jazz clubs, because she loves the guitar
5: i was playing uh, from about 1949 on and i was about 14 i went to work playing music like this kind of stuff goodman stuff Mm. And and I was making a name for myself, you know. And a a, a fellow walked in the jazz club where I was playing in in 1957. He said, you want to do a record date? And I didn't want to because I knew that if I did record dates, it would hurt my place in jazz. Hmm. And I was getting pre- pretty well, well known in jazz and everything, and I didn't want to play r- rock and roll. But I went and did the date because I needed the money, and it was f- for Sam Cooke. And I listened to him on the way there, and I heard that "Darling, You Send Me," and I knew that he he uh, he, he, he he sung real good. And so I did the "Summertime" and, and some other hits with him, and then I did "Richie Valens" and "Boom Boom 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 Boom."
1: You know, that kind of stuff. But it all happened by accident how she got to be the bass player.
5: I got on a date at Capitol Records in 1963, and um, uh, the bass player didn't show up. So they gave me the bass to play, and it was at a time that I was kind of tired of playing uh, uh, this kind of stuff. Like... Earth I got kind of tired of that, and, then, and, the, and, and, and the dinky rock and roll stuff and all that. So I got kind of tired of that. But as soon as I picked up the bass and started playing it, okay, then I could play like this. Hmm.
1: That was more fun. Ugh, that was more fun. That was her freedom. The freedom to be this inventor. She's a trailblazer. She's still alive. She may actually even be listening to the show. If she calls in, Carol, if you're out there, call in. She's a hero for all of us. 86 years old. Steve Paulette's going to play all during the show the TV shows that she played the themes for. Wait till you, every single show you love, Hogan's Heroes, The Brady Bunch, Mission Impossible. Hawaii Five-0. That's all Carol K. Who knew? I didn't. And now I love that I do. And so do you. Coming up next, I'm going to talk about someone who changed our world in sports. Long before there's a Serena Williams. You need a Billie Jean King. Listen to how she pulled this one off as well. Trailblazers. Women. Freedom. Inventive. God bless them. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show. The number is 877-710-ESPN.
2: Holy emoji, clap man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disk. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy
5: hamstrings.
2: Along with Doc's Clapper vision.
3: Breathe deeply.
2: And advice to callers.
3: On your toes, Robin.
2: So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend wear Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating.
4: All right, it's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper. And the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. I got two words for you. Forget about it. Start your weekend off right. Listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. You got the little buzz of the red light, green light buzz. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Here's the story of a lovely lady who
2: was <laughs>
1: Now I'm listening for the bass. Get the song. I'm listening for Carol Kay. Today's topic is just so special. We all have a mother. And that's our trailblazer. That's the person who gave us the freedom. Although my mother didn't give me that much freedom. You know what she. My freedom was this Robbie. First, you should be a doctor. Then you can do whatever you want. So here I am on the radio. Mom, I'm doing whatever I want. I am a doctor. I became a doctor. Can you imagine 32 years, 100 patients a week, 500 surgeries a year? It's over 16,000 surgeries. And every time I go to the operating room, it's like it's, I feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Every time I take that scalpel and open someone up, get to look inside and see how God made us and fix it. So I thank her for pushing me into a world that I probably would not have entered if it wasn't for the trailblazing person that she was. I have to give a shout out this week because I took my family to the Van Nuys Airport on Memorial Day because I know that's where our house, the T-6 Texans, these World War II training planes, and there's four of them. They're called the Condor Squadron, and I got to be hosted. He was a guest on the show, Chris, Chris Rushing. What a beautiful human being. And I got to meet the other three pilots, Stu, Will, Eric, and they flew during Memorial Day over Dodger Stadium. They went everywhere. You looked up into the sky, and you heard that buzz in that diamond formation that they are, these World War II planes, and it just makes you so proud. And they do it. They do it for all of us. So shout out to the Condor Squadron. And thank you for hosting me and my family. Got to see how you guys do it. So proud of you. It's such a blessing, Southern California, to have people like that. Oh, my mouth is watering because I want to talk to you about Pink's <laughs> Hot Talks. But I'll have to wait to give you the secret of the secret recipe. But you better go there. And they ain't paying me to say this, by the way. The lines are already lit up. The number's 877-710-ESPN. And at 815, we're going to talk to a woman trailblazer, Arnell McAtee. Fascinating how this all came about. All over the world, they buy her products now. If you're gluten-sensitive, celiac disease, or you just want to lose weight. She's got all these flowers that she's concocted. It's awesome. But it made me think all week. We already talked about the trailblazing women, Carol Kay in music and art. But what about sports? Oh my God, she's 77 years old. She's almost 80 years old. Billie Jean King. She started something, gave women pride in their sport. It's just an awesome story. You got to hear it. Here she is going back to the U.S. Open in New York where the courts have her name on it. What that must feel like, right? And she's humble about it, but she's still fighting.
6: Well, I'm so, so
0: thrilled and honored to say that joining us here in our prime video studio is the holder of 39 Grand Slam singles and doubles titles, tireless campaigner, Billie Jean King. It is an absolute honor. Thank you for coming to see us in, in this facility that is named after you. (laughs)
6: <laughs> I'm so embarrassed when I come in here, and I look at my names up there, and I go, oh, I'm so embarrassed. But I, I, there's one word that comes to my mind always, it's responsibility. As soon as I see my name, I go, uh-oh, I have such responsibility.
1: And I have such respect for her.
6: It, what it means is it's the first time, um, first of all, it's opened to everybody, which is great because it's in, more inclusive, but, but allowed the pros to play for the first time. And it was the first time that we got money instead of, Zero or a gift voucher. So we became, from amateurism to professionalism is really what it means. And that, ha- that started in 1968. And, I, and uh, you know, Rod Laver won the first Wimbledon in 1968. He got 2,000 pounds. And I won the women's singles was 750 pounds.
1: She, she said, that ain't right. Why did he get 2,000 and I got 750? She's a trailblazer. How did it all start? Who is Billie Jean King? Listen to the story. Every one of you has a daughter. This is what you should have them listen to. This woman is unstoppable.
6: When I was nine years old, uh, on Mother's Day, we went to Wrigley Field in L.A. And as I was sitting there, it dawned on me that girls don't play baseball, only boys. And I was not. It was not a happy day for me at all. So I really want to try to play tennis. Daddy and Mommy, can we just... Please, i got to go get my racket. So we went to Brown Sporting Goods, and I read every tennis book, all three of them, that I could find in the library. So I go out to the public park for my first instruction. And at the end of the day, I said to my mom, Mom, I found out what I'm going to do with my life. This is it.
1: Don't kid yourself. When a little kid says, this is what I want to do, that's it. It's like Cupid shoots you in the chest with an arrow. You just fall in love with it.
6: I really love tennis. I don't like it. I love it. When I play, I feel I can do anything. I feel freedom. In 1968 was the first year that we actually got prize money. It didn't even dawn on me that we would get less. Rod Laver won Wimbledon. He got 2,000 pounds in 1968. And I got 750 pounds. And I went, You had the men starting to talk about an association or a union. And I went to them and I said, you're going to include the women, right? And they said, absolutely not. We don't want you. Get lost,
1: basically. Can you imagine? Now, most people just hunched down and walk away. Not Billie Jean King.
6: And that is the birth of women's professional tennis. And our goal was we wanted any girl born in the world... If she is good enough, there's a place for her to play to make a living. A lot of people don't think we're going to make it. I had guys tell me that probably nobody would ever pay even a dime to watch us play. Mm. It wouldn't happen without the men uh, contract pros. Uh, I don't know if people realize, but like, labor missed five years. Pancho Gonzalez turned pro, contract pro. Um, at 19 so they didn't allow those players and they were the best players in the world the men we didn't have those opportunities the men had the opportunities but they helped because eventually herman david at the at the all england club which is where wimbledon's played was getting upset he realized that we didn't have, they didn't have all the best players playing at wimbledon it kind of they woke him up
1: this is from Graeme bensinger interviewing her he's fantastic
6: because every time somebody would win Wimbledon, they turned pro, they weren't coming back. Mm-hmm. In my heart and mind, of course, I wanted the men and women together. I always wanted us to be one association, be one union. The, boys re- the men rejected us. And they're all my friends that I went dancing with, had dinner with, you know, all the, my, and it's, that was hard to take, because they didn't want to be with us, because they want the money for themselves and all the opportunities, which I don't think it makes a better world. Uh, I'm pretty idealistic about that, I still am, uh, but that's the way it went. So we went to Plan B, the women
1: plan B. Here's the other part of plan B. Who's going to sponsor your tour? A cigarette company. And that's
6: when nine of us got together in 1970 and with Gladys Hellman and signed a $1 contract with Gladys Hellman. And she went out and got Virginia Slims. And of course, I hate smoking. And then she got Virginia Slims. And I go, you got to be kidding. <laughs> and so she says, well, do you want a tour or not? And I have a contract with her. Uh, this is bigger than myself. I shut up. And they ended up being the most wonderful people I have ever worked with.
1: But still, it's ground zero. How do you create something from nothing?
6: How can we go play? There's no right. tournaments. We had to go get people to promote a tournament, which is very high risk. It's extremely high risk. You right. can lose everything. Nobody had any idea what was gonna happen. Right. We, got, we got people in all these cities, so we could have at least a series, a Virginia Slim series it was called in the beginning, because we didn't have it. And it was amazing. Oh, thinking back, that
1: this all actually unfolded and actually happened. But what really set it off was September 20th, 1973. What put it on the map was Virginia Wade played a man, Bobby Riggs. And he had a big mouth, and he beat her. He beat Virginia Wade. Billie Jean King says, Okay, this is going to crush everything I've worked for. I got to play this dude, and I got to beat him because that will get the attention that we need. Listen to this part of the story.
2: There's no way a woman can play tennis with a good man tennis player. This is a battle of the sexes.
6: Bobby Riggs, he was a former number one player. He'd won the triple crown at Wimbledon. We're only in our third year of women's professional tennis. We are in a very tenuous position. I started thinking about society and women and what this might mean. I knew I had to play. Him. I knew I had to win.
1: You knew you had to win. And guess what? She did. What was her strategy?
6: I drop shotted, I lobbed, I floated one, I went to net. I hit the ball as softly as I could, so he had to generate all the power. And I was gonna run him into the ground.
1: And she did.
6: It wasn't about tennis. It was about history. It was
1: about. It was about history. It's about changing the world. For her, tennis gave her that freedom. She, you heard her say it. She didn't. She didn't just like tennis. She loved tennis because it made her free. Playing the bass for Carol K gave her the freedom to invent. That's what a trailblazer is. That's what these women are. And both these people I'm talking about, they're still alive. This isn't like talking about Groucho Marx, born in 1890, like we did last week. 86 years old, Carol Kay still alive, God bless her. Billie Jean King, 77 years old, still alive. And at 8.15, we're going to talk to another trailblazer, Arnell McAtee in the food business. And don't forget Linda Yui, who I write all these books with. She's a trailblazer in the world of medicine. It's an awesome thing to be amongst these women. Coming up next, the clinic will be open. Clap Revision. I'll take your calls. The number's 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show, including the Brady Bunch, every Saturday morning with Steve Paulette from 7 to 9 in the morning.
4: The youngest one in curls. It's
2: a story of a man named Brady who was busy with three boys of his own. They were four men living all together, yet they were all alone. Weekend Wars on Facebook. Didn't you get the memo? Quickly hear Clapper's crazy kitchen stories. Easily find different callers' aches and pain issues.
3: I'm right, I get
2: it. Search Weekend War in the search bar and click on Doc's picture. Who are you again? Voila! Whoa. Like, follow, and enjoy the Weekend Ware Facebook page.
1: This is Keyshawn in the morning. My man, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show starts your Saturday morning. Join the doc
4: from 7 to 9 a.m. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant.
1: At 42 years old, you know what your new nickname is for me?
4: (laughs) Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. You're not Matthew from Santa Monica anymore. You're Mr. Preop. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers.
1: That is Carol Kay on the bass. My favorite song of all time, Hawaii Five O. I was surfing last week. Two weeks ago, I decided. The calendar says it's May. May is almost the summer. Why am I still wearing my winter wetsuit? Which is four inches, four millimeters thick, three millimeters. So the... My chest is four millimeters, my arms three millimeters covered. It's thick. You need it, though, because it's freezing in the winter. But it's May. It's too stiff, too bulky. Time to switch to the 3-2 wetsuit. ...that I like to wear in the spring or summer. Oh my God, was it cold. Water's like 50 degrees. My feet became numb. My hands went numb. I had to get out of the ocean after an hour. And I like to surf for two hours. Last week, I said... ...as Phil Oak says, The calendar's lying when it reads the present time. The calendar's lying. It may be almost June, but it's freezing. So I went back to my winter wetsuit last last Sunday. Oh, it was so delicious, so toasty. And I caught five of the best waves I've caught all year. And the best part, I did it in front of my friends. They witnessed. And you know what it's like to ride a wave look on the horizon and you see you see the bump it's flat the ocean But then all of a sudden you see the set start way in the distance I think that's coming the guy next to you will yell out outside which means there's a set coming and I look and I surf with Ed my buddy who has amazing vision He sees things nobody else can see. Hey, Doc, outside. As he says in this low voice. And I turn and I look. I don't see anything. But I know he knows something. So I get ready. I rotate my feet because I'm sitting on my board, which turns the board from facing towards the horizon to facing towards the shore. I'm getting ready. Now I look sideways. I see it coming. It's an apartment building. Gigantic. It's coming right at us. But not everybody's in the right position to catch it. I was lucky. The apex, the biggest part of the wave was gonna be right where I was. And I start paddling. Paddling. And I got strong arms. Lifting carpentry tools for my father growing up. I didn't go to the gym. I schlepped his tools in and out of the rich people's houses from his Ford Econoline truck. Previously was a VW bus. Carrying those tools. Carrying those 80-pound sacks of roof shingles up a ladder up on a roof. I was just being a good son, helping my dad. I miss him. I became strong. Now I'm paddling. Paddling as hard as I can. And then all of a sudden, it's like God taps you on the shoulder and says, you can stop now, Robbie. I gotcha. And you feel that click of the wave locking into your board. You stop paddling, and you stand up. And I rode that wave for almost the length of a football field it just wouldn't stop. I kicked out at the end of the wave. I felt like screaming as loud as I could, because it was so joyful. Got back on my belly and started paddling out again through the white water. And as I'm paddling back out, one after the other, the guys that know me, that I'm surfing. Great wave, Robbie great wave. It was awesome. And I was toasty because I had my 4-3 wetsuit on. Even though it's June, I'm wearing the 4-3 wetsuit. Let's take some calls. Got time for maybe one quick one. Let's go to Ralph in Burbank. The number is 877-710-ESPN, by the way. Let's do some Clapper vision. Ralph, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hey, thanks for taking my
3: call, Doctor Clapper. I was a carpenter. My dad was a truck driver. Oh wow! Where'd you and grow I broke up? The sock. I had a fall and I broke the socket in my pelvis. Oh boy! Did you have surgery? And no, no, it healed on its own. I'm Good. walking fine, but uh, I got uveitis and. Uh... Where'd you grow up? Pardon me. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Burbank. No we way. moved Here, I moved to Pasadena when I was like ten years old. I got Jackie Robinson's autograph at Pasadena City College. I had my picture taken with him.
1: Get out of here. Hey, listen. Do you eat at Pie and Burgers in Pasadena? No. That's the greatest pie and burger in Los Angeles, second to the apple pan, and it's right there in Pasadena. It's still there. And when it's strawberry season like it is now, the strawberry pie at Pie and Burgers in Pasadena. What's the name of this place? Pie, P-I-E, and Burgers.
3: Oh, okay. I'll check it out. You need to go. Anyway, I'm having uh, prostate surgery.
1: Prostate surgery. You know that I, you know I'm a carpenter, not a plumber. You're calling me with your (laughs) prostate.
3: Right. (laughs) They're going to laser my prostate so that I can urinate again.
1: Wow. Well, do you listen to this uh, show? You know what Clapper Vision is?
3: Yeah, well, sort
1: of. I'm not that smart, I don't think. Yes, you are. That's the whole idea of Clapper Vision. So someone like you, who's a carpenter, can understand the gobbledygook good jargon of being a doctor so you know why your prostate is in need of a laser why is that because you instead of having copper pipes in your kitchen which don't get rust they're copper (laughs) you got galvanized pipe you got an 81 year old house and it has old plumbing where the inside of it is getting rusty so you turn on the tap water in the kitchen guess what You got no water pressure. So you go out to the front of your house and you check the water meter and check the main line coming into the house and you go, no problem with the water pressure coming into the house, but I don't have any flow when I turn on the sink in the kitchen. Guess what? You got rust building up on the inside of the galvanized pipe. Well, guess what? Your bladder gets its urine from the ureter, which is the pipe that comes from the kidney. The kidney is filtering your blood, getting all the poisons out, and bait, making this hyper concentrated blood, which is what urine is. And those pipes, the ureters, go into the bladder, and they collect in the bladder like it's a like it's a dam, like it's a a reservoir. Well, the valve at the bottom is called the prostate, and that prostate, at 81 years old, gets rusty. So all of a sudden, it's the drip drip of a faucet. So, you can call the rotor rooter guy and he can actually rotor rooter the galvanized pipe instead of getting new copper pipe. We're not getting you a new body anytime fast, but you're going to have a rotor rooter. But instead of mechanically chewing away at the inside of that pipe, your urethra and all the rest of it, you're going to actually shrink it, burn it with a laser. And that's what you're having done. Even though it's not oh. my field of work. But that's a clapper vision. Mm -hmm. Do you now understand what the hell is going to happen to you on Wednesday?
3: Well, I'm hoping I come out of this without no pain.
1: Well, you are. You're going to have now the flow increased so that you Mm -hmm. won't have any pain of that stoppage, that buildup. There's very rich nerve endings that surround all these tissues, and when it backs up, it stretches those nerves, and that's where the pain comes from. But if you can decompress that buildup, and the laser will clean up all that rust that's inside and you can flow better you won't have pain anymore so you'll need to keep in touch with us even though i'm an orthopedic surgeon not a urologist <laughs> but well, i you
3: know they were going to do my rotor root it but then we switched to a doctor that does the later yeah. laser well, which i think is going to be a lot better
1: let's see what happens but thanks for checking in with me i appreciate it and uh, you've now educated a few other people about what's up with their prostate so thank you hey, so much, Ralph. my call. All right. My pleasure, young man. Good to talk to you. And go to Pie and Burgers in Pasadena and get the strawberry pie. All right, Warriors. The number is 877-710-ESPN. Coming up next, last segment, I got to talk about what did I discover is the secret in Pink's Chili that made Betty Pink a star in 1939, a trailblazer in the food business. Can't wait to reveal that secret to you. Coming up next on The Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN.
2: Get smart. Just what are you getting at? Check out the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Like this. Medical advice from Cedar sinai head of orthopedic surgery. Are you kidding? With a far rockaway attitude and a little drizzle of mozzarella. Well, it's important to me. Search Weekend Warrior in the space bar. Like this. And click on Doc's picture. I see. Like, follow, and enjoy the Weekend Warrior Facebook page.
3: Hey, it's John Ireland. You know there is no better way to start your Saturday than with the man who replaced Michael Thompson's hip,
4: Dr. Clapper in the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m. Saturday mornings. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Oh, my God. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. The Wafogato. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710 home of your Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs>
1: Another favorite TV show in my life. Mission Impossible. Mm. Ah. Carol K was there for all of this. Gotta hear more about Carol Kay and how amazing she was. She is still alive. Got sick and tired of uh, the session You went into TV and did all these theme songs that Steve Paulette's going to be playing. But let's go back to what she did in the studio. She gets discovered by Brian Wilson.
4: She gets discovered by Phil Spector. And this happens. Spector utilized K on both guitar and bass. Her contributions on guitar were essential to 1964's You've Lost That Love and Feeling by You'll The Righteous Never Brothers. Close your eyes when I
1: kiss your lips. Carol Kaye. playing There's the bass. No tenderness like in your face. There's another crazy song Nancy Sinatra, These Boots Are Made for Walking.
4: I always loved that song. Who knew? Carol Kaye behind the scenes. The same year that she recorded Good Vibrations, Kay was on another one of her most famous sessions, Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made For Walking. These
6: boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you.
4: Most of the time Kay played lines written for her, but when she started to have some freedom with writing her own lines, the results were pretty impressive.
1: Tennis made Billie Jean King, Feel free. Phil Spector, Brian Wilson, they recognized her talent and let her be. And she made all kinds of magic happen because of that freedom. In
4: 1967, she found herself on a session for Sonny and Cher's The Beat Goes On. The baseline of that song just wasn't sticking, so Kay started fooling around with her own and came up with the iconic bassline that drives oh. that song.
5: The beat goes out. The beat goes boom,
6: boom, 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 boom. The drum keeps pounding rhythm.
1: To- mm. Those two could sing, but they had the bass player making that song. But their biggest hit was I Got You, Babe.
4: Well, guess who was on that song? That's right, Carol Kay. And that wasn't the only hit that she did with Sonny and Cher. She also played guitar on I Got You, Baby.
1: Okay, as if that wasn't enough. How about Simon and Garfunkel? No. Yeah.
4: She was there as well. While mini bassists lock in with the drummer, and Kay did this in her surf music, Kay told Louder Sound that she preferred having a different role. To me, the bass sets the mood of the song. The bass player drives the band. I might have been slightly influenced by the drummer, but I was really paying attention to the song and the singer. You can see this on her work with Simon & Garfunkel on a song like Scarborough Fair Canticle, which features no drums for the bassline to follow, and because of that the bassline really gives the song direction.
1: she's a trailblazer but the reality is is it's so much harder if you're a woman she's inventing all these things and on top of it is the only woman in that wrecking crew studio it's so much harder which is why this is so much more impressive it's an awesome topic, and at 8.15, we're going to talk to a trailblazing woman in a whole nother line of work, the food business. Let's do some Clapper Vision. This week I got a call from you, you can't imagine, Fox Sports. Dr. Clapper, we need you. Yes? Chris Broussard, Rob, Rob Parker's show, national show. We need Clapper Vision.
2: Clapper Vision.
1: Can you come on? So Wednesday at 6.30 at night, I went on that show to talk about Chris Paul. Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid. But watching the game last night, watching the Dallas Mavericks play the Clippers, watching Chris Paul go on, these two players have K-tape all over their shoulder and back, that black tape, kinesiology tape it's called, because they both actually have a similar injury, a stinger. And I want you to look closely at the pattern of how that tape is placed, goes all the way to the back of the neck, and then horizontally along the trapezius muscle, along the spine of the scapula, way to the tip of the back of the shoulder, the acromion, and then comes down again. What exactly is a stinger? What's the matter with their neck and their shoulder? Ah, here's a clapper vision for you. You have a lamp, a light bulb, you have the shaft, the pole of the lamp, and then you have that electric cord, pretty long cord, and the plug goes into the wall. Well, the cord is like a nerve. The electricity coming out of the outlet is your brain, where all the pain fibers and the manifestation of pain goes. Now, you know the right thing to do if you want to pull the lamp You're vacuuming. you got to get rid of the lamp right now so it's taking up space. You take your hand and you go to the wall and you nicely pull the plug out of the wall. You know what the wrong thing to do is to actually yank on the cord to pull it out of the wall because it actually is not an efficient way to disconnect the electric cord from the wall from the source but if you yank on the cord it's inefficient and it stretches the cord it doesn't usually disconnect it well the nerves that come out of your brain your neck your spinal cord they look like that electric cord and they are attaching themselves into the muscles the many muscles that surround your neck and your shoulder There's 17 different muscles that attach to the shoulder blade. And if you've got a herniated disc or any irritation to a nerve, the trapezius muscle is one of the biggest muscles in the body that goes from the back of your neck way out to the end of your shoulder and then down to your lower back. It's right underneath the skin. That muscle goes into spasm because the body wants to protect itself from any injury. Well, if you fall in basketball, in football, and you stretch the nerve, you pull on the cord, the body intentionally, you have no control over this, puts your trapezius muscle into spasm, which is painful because your body does not want you to injure itself more. Well, it turns out the pain of the spasm of the trapezius is more painful than the disc injury itself, but that's the way the body protects itself. So to get rid of that stinger pain of stretching the nerve, you get muscle spasm. And that K-tape helps tremendously in calming it down. Luka Doncic, he'll be back. This game seven is going to be unbelievable with the Clippers. And since the Lakers are not in the playoffs anymore, that's all we got going for us. Is the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic versus the Clippers there's a clapper vision for you oh look at this we got a lot of lines lit up but we have jd and carlsbad wants to talk about sunny and share jd you're on with dr clapper how can i help hey doc i sent you all that stuff
0: here a couple of weeks ago on elvis on cars on my sunny and Cher. And good get that yes huh yes how can i help you No, yeah, i I sent you a poem. Well, I got a little back issue there, but I'm always talking rock and roll and cars and
1: all so that So tell stuff me a Sonny and Cher story.
0: Well, when I, was, uh, when I had an agent and I was doing the uh, Planet Hollywood here in uh, San Diego. That was back when they had it. You remember that. Mm-hmm. And they booked me uh, as Elvis down there for a special event. And they had a share and they had a buddy Holly and some other ones. Wouldn't well, you know? I got to talking to the share in the green room. Wow. And I said, Hey, you ever work with a Sonny? And she said, Ah, they never work out. I said, Well, I will. She said, Oh, you can do Sunny." I said, Yeah. She said, Send me a tape. Now this was about fifteen years ago when it was on cassette. <laughs> I sent her a tape and she says, You're pretty damn good. I said, You better believe it. I take it very seriously. So So her hey Doc, her uh uh, what on her webmail web or whatever you call email, her her thing said, share, the experience. That was her personal right. website. Right. But she put us on the end of that. People would call and say, well, hey, we want you both. <coughs> so, you know, I did Elvis on one end, and then I did that on the other end.
1: So You know uh, what you are, J.D.? Think, You're a force of nature. Everybody got to get out of your way because whatever you want to do, you're going to make it happen. You're amazing.
0: Well, you know, I'm 77, Doc, and I'm up early. I just did my 1,200 steps. I sent you all those notes. I sent you a a poem, Doc, about my best friend and how the gym saved me.
1: Yeah. Well, the gym does save you. You know, you got to stay active. You got to stay busy. If you don't, you atrophy. And that goes for your brain as well. You know, the fact that... You got to still keep doing puzzles. You got to still be thinking about stuff. Every morning I get up, my wife makes fun of me, but I do the jumble. Because before I start my day, you got to do some kind of mental exercise as well to get your brain. My mother used to say, your brain is a muscle, just like lifting weights. You know, it didn't matter that I don't use organic chemistry in my everyday life. But when I went to college, I had to take organic chemistry. It was like going to the gym for my brain. So you're totally right. And thanks so much for checking in with us, uh, J.D., appreciate it. All right, Warriors, coming up next, I'm going to tell some stories about trailblazing women that have inspired me because my guest at 815 is inspirational, Arnell McAtee, figuring out how to have a diet without gluten. How did she do it? At 815, we'll learn. But coming up next, I want to teach you all about the trailblazing women. In art and in sports. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN.
2: Right, King James? Absolutely. And good to be courtly friends on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. I love it. Be treated like medical royalty with Clappervision. vision. Feast like a monarch on Doc's delectable finds. There we go. And that far rockaway away jester humor. <laughs> Search Weekend Warrior and click on Doc's regal picture. Cool. <laughs> sound the trumpets. No cortisone, alchemy, or leeches here. Everything's good. Bow, curtsy, like or follow the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Facebook page. That makes me happy. Cheers.